This is episode number 121 of the Fearless Presentations podcast, the fastest, easiest way to eliminate public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stannard. Hey everybody, welcome to Fearless Presentations. I'm Doug Standard, CEO of the Leaders Institute, and this is the podcast that helps people just like you build your confidence when you present your ideas and helps you increase your success by becoming a better communicator. This is episode number 121, and the topic today is about how to end your presentation so that you put a nice bow around that fantastic speech that you just delivered. And before I get started, though, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. If, if you're listening to this podcast as it's being released and the world is experiencing the COVID-19 crisis and commerce around the world is pretty much just shut down, the, the, the crisis is only temporary, though. So, you know, the people who use this time to sharpen their act you know, so to speak anyway, are, are going to come out on the other side more efficient and more successful than ever before. So hang in there, everybody. Uh, just as an FYI, if you're using this time to delve into content that will help you get ahead after the crisis, make sure to go to fearlesspresentations.com and, and look at our online course page. We've, we've just released about a half dozen never-before-seen mini-courses about a number of different topics that'll, that'll help you become a better speaker. You know, My favorite, by the way, is how to add humor to a speech. It's, it's pretty entertaining. I think you'll get a, a kick out of that. In addition, this particular podcast has a free handout with special, it's got additional details about how to end your speech. Um, I'll talk about this toward the end of the podcast, but it is a, uh, it's a fantastic way to pick which one of the endings that I cover in the session to use in your particular speech. It'll help you walk through it. So it's a, it's a really effective handout. So let's get on with this week's topic. My topic today is how to end your presentation with a bang. The analogy I like to use is that when someone trains for a marathon for months, sometimes maybe years, they, they're just half a mile before the finish line and then he starts to get cramps and can't finish. That's actually what happens to a lot of presenters as well. They spend days or maybe weeks preparing a great speech and then end with a dud. So I'm going to cover a few things that you should avoid in your clothes. And then I'm going to cover seven things that you should absolutely add into your presentation. So let's start with some of the things that you probably should avoid. So the first thing that you should avoid is a question and answer period at the end. So one of the things that drives me up the wall is ending a fantastic presentation with a Q&A session. That's, you know, oftentimes it's quite lackluster. I remember my junior high school football coach and talking about passing the ball, he'd say, hey, only three things can happen when you pass the ball and two of them are bad. I kind of feel the same way about question and answer periods. Yeah, if your audience asks you great questions and you can end on a, on a high note. However, if your audience asks you odd or uninteresting questions or worse, they you, you may not get any questions, then the ending will just seem odd. So when I present, I like to encourage people to ask questions during my presentation. That way I can use a, one of the better endings to end my presentation. The second thing that you should avoid is thanking the audience for their time. 
when you stand up to speak, you should have the attitude that your audience is there to hear you because you have important information that they need. When you thank the audience for their time, you're conceding that their time is more important than your time. And finally, an abrupt ending with no conclusion is one you want to avoid as well. This happened to me early in my career. The first time that I really bombed a speech, I made two really, really big mistakes. The first was that I sped through the information so quick that when I finished in less than half of the allotted time, it, it was kind of awkward. Then I just ran out of things to say, so I just sat down. So the people in the audience were confused. I, ha I had more time at the end. And the end was so abrupt that they weren't really sure that I was finished. So spend some time preparing your conclusion. Practice it a few times, and you'll end on a real high note. By the way, here's a quick bonus tip. You can, if you warn your audience that the close is upcoming, it works a whole lot better. Our brains are wired to look for structure in things. That's why people get frustrated with cliffhangers in movies. Only in movies, there's a sequel. In speeches and presentations, the end is the end. So give a few hints, or of, you know, maybe a slide ahead or so uh, ahead of time, uh, maybe a paragraph or two before you end. Make it clear that you're about to wrap things up. You could say something like, "So let me review what we've discussed," uh, or as a wrap up to this presentation, or in conclusion, or as I conclude this speech, allow me to. Signaling the close politely prepares your audience for the end. Plus, those who are starting to lose interest will pay a little bit more attention. Uh, ironically, announcing the ending also makes it more memorable. So how do you make an ending more memorable if saying thank you or any questions is not advisable? What can you do? So these are some secrets to powerful presentation endings. So number one, briefly summarize your key points. If you're using the three-point talk or four-point talk or five-point talk format that we advise, an easy way to conclude is to just summarize your topic and key points. Zig Ziglar, the famous motivational speaker, used to tell people, you know, tell them what you're going to tell them and then tell them and then tell them what you told them. So his suggestion was giving an introduction, outlining your topic and key points as the introduction, and then cover your presentation one point at a time, clarifying and giving evidence for each point. And then finally, just recap your topic and key points one more time at the conclusion. This technique, by the way, works really well because it allows you to repeat your key points a few times. This repetition helps your audience remember the content. So here's an example. Uh, by the way, this is an actual example from one of our classes. The topic was, we can increase the number of young viewers by focusing more on our social media platforms. Point number one, teens get most news from social media. Point number two, point number two, increased coverage with teens increases interest in the station. Point number three, making social media selective will make us stand out against our competition. So the introduction sounded like this. So my topic today is about how we can increase the number of young viewers by focusing more on social media. The things that we're going to cover are how teens get most of their news from social media, that if we increase our coverage with teens, there will also be a corresponding increase in interest in our TV station, and how making our social media selective will allow us to stand out from the competition. 
After the introduction, the speaker would just cover the meat of the presentation by going through each of the points with specific examples, evidence about how each of these points are true. And then at the conclusion, the speaker could just recap by saying, hey, so in conclusion, since teens get most of their news via social media, if we increase our coverage with teens, we'll also increase interest in our station and if we make social media selective, we will we'll stand out from the crowd. I believe that we can increase the number of young viewers by focusing more on social media. Very easy, very informative for your audience. You can also end with an example, story, or anecdote. I delivered a breakout session a few weeks ago about how to design better technical presentations. And I started my presentation by describing my first day in macroeconomics class in college. By the way, it was really, really boring. Uh, of course, I described it in a very funny, over-exaggerated way. And then I finished the presentation by describing a success story of one of my class members. He had implemented the very content that I, that I had just delivered to that breakout session group. However, he was delivering a very data-intensive presentation for the Centers for Disease Control. The story showed the group how a speaker can take even boring, data-filled material and deliver it really well. Those contrasting stories, the one at the start of my presentation about the economics class and the one at the end, work really, really well together. In fact, they book in the entire presentation. So sometimes a good anecdote or funny story can be a good way to end on a positive note. By the way, a good place to get funny anecdotes is from Reader's Digest. I was training an instructor years ago and I had her pick just a random funny anecdote from Reader's Digest. I told her I'd find some way to insert the funny story into the class. And here's the story that she picked, by the way. So a woman went to her boss saying that she was gonna go home early because she was, fe she was feeling sick. The boss, having just gotten over a cold, basically said it, he hoped that it wasn't something that he had given her. And then a fellow uh, worker piped up and said, I hope not. She's got morning sickness. Now, obviously, the instructor in training, the person that I was training, had a sense of humor as well. And, and I thought about it for a while, though, and I just ended the session with, you know, so in summary, one of the most important parts of the presentation design process is knowing your audience. In fact, it reminds me of a story. And I just, I just added the anecdote word for word, and I got a big laugh. It's an easy way to end the presentation with, on a real positive note. Another way to end your presentation is with the end of an earlier story. Now this is a similar, but way more inspirational way to use stories in your presentation. You basically give the beginning of the story early in the presentation and then end the story in your conclusion. For instance, I sometimes start my public speaking classes telling the story that I reference where I bombed the presentation when I was an intern. And I'll often go into great detail about how my hands were sweaty and how I rushed through the whole 15 minute presentation in about three and a half minutes and I was mortified. And I will sometimes finish my presentation telling them how just a year later, after a little outside training, I accepted an award in front of 400 people. And this time I was calm. I used my humor to win over the audience. So by continuing the story and providing a positive result, it makes for a, a, a pretty nice presentation ending. Another good ending is to end with an open-ended question. Questions stimulate our brain's neocortex or the, the new brain. That part of our brain, that's the part that overrides instincts and old behaviors. So when you pose a question or you hear a question from someone else, your brain automatically thinks about it. 
Sometimes your brain will instinctively answer the question whether you like it or not. <laughs> so that's why people are drawn to thought-provoking questions. So a great way to end your speech is with a well-designed, thought-provoking question. Avoid easy questions where the answer is obvious, either yes or no. Ask open-ended questions, potentially sensitive questions and questions with no straight right or wrong answers. You know, get the wheels turning. For instance, if you have a persuasive title that focuses on a result that your audience is interested in receiving, you can actually just ask the audience your presentation title in a question format. So using the title in the, the sample outline that I talked about before, an open-ended question might sound like, in what ways could we focus more on our social media platforms as a way to cater to the young viewer? So that question has, it's, it really has no real right or wrong answer. Uh, any answer will help the speaker validate her premise, you know, and she could get 10, 15, 20 answers from her audience and every single one will help her make her point. So if my title is the three point talk will help you save time when you design presentations, then I could end the speech with a question like, so based on what we've talked about today, how can you see the three point talk helping you save time? Again, Answers that your audience provide will help you prove the point. So, and it makes it a whole lot better ending. So number five is give the audience a call to action. A lot of really good speeches and presentations will tell the audience what they can do that will affect the world that they live in. You know, be it save the environment, get a good job, improve company leadership, or save some money. Whatever the case, such advice is, is useless if it's not applied. So what's the use if your audience forgets it, right? I mean, to prevent that, you really want to inspire your audience. You want to challenge them to do one specific thing from your speech. So if your speech is about finding a dream job and one of the points is to reach out to people in your network, dare your audience to connect with three people after the talk. It has to be specific and actionable, not just get a dream job. So if, you're, uh, if your presentation is about why your company should invest in advertising, you know, make your call to action very specific. So my suggestion is that we increase our advertising budget by 10% and use that budget for, for additional retargeting ads. The thing that ke to keep in mind here is that the more calls to action that you have, the less likely that they're going to do anything. So make your call to action just a single item. Make the, make the item easy for them to implement, and they're more likely to do it. So number six is the echo close. You can end with an inspirational quote and then echo a single part of that quote as your presentation capstone. For instance, Plutarch once said, the mind is not a vessel to be filled, but a fire to be kindled. So when you present, kindle the fire of knowledge, kindle the fire of enthusiasm, kindle the fire of humor, kindle the fire of empathy, and you will kindle the fire of learning from your audience. So another example might be, you know, George Orwell once said, if it's possible to cut a word out, always cut it out. So cut the fluff, cut the repetitive bullets, cut the platitudes, and you'll cut the confusion from your audience. It's an easy technique. If you, if you prepare, to end, prepare the ending and you practice it a few times, you can make this a really cool killer ending. So the last tip is the one we call one more thing. Steve Jobs was famous for concluding his keynotes with one more thing, and it became a part of what he did. So then following up with a surprising fact, feature, or innovation, 
Um, so why is this effective? Because it leaves people talking. The next time you're about to give a speech, try leaving out the most surprising part till the end and then channel your inner Steve Jobs. So obviously this is not really going to work unless you have something really cool to end with. So a lot of times uh, people will kind of leave their final point, their most, most important point toward the end. And then, hey, by the way, before I finish, this would, be, this would have to be something that you didn't include in your overview so that it is kind of a surprise at the end. But if you pull it off, if you do it, you can do it really well. It'll make the presentation a really fun ending. So in conclusion, that's all, folks. I'm just joking. So in conclusion, replace those poor ways of ending your presentation with one of the ways to end your presentation with a bang. And a good way to choose the best presentation ending for your presentation purpose is to go to our website, go to fearlesspresentations.com, do a search for how to end your presentation with a bang. There is a form at the bottom of the page that you can fill out. And once you do, it'll, it will allow you to access a, a download. It's a handout that will just ask you a few questions about who your audience is and what the purpose of your presentation is. And it will help you pick the absolute perfect ending for your presentation. So, so go to fearlesspresentations.com, access that handout, and we'll see you next week on the Fearless Presentations Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.